Welcome to Simply Financial with Paul Durso, your GPS to retirement. Many people do make emotional decisions that the market itself and, and the way we talk about the market, financial world that is, tries to drive emotional decisions. Now, your host, Paul Durso. Hi, well, welcome to Simply Financial. I'm Paul Durso. We've got a an awesome guest here and Charlie. Yeah, I'm here, but I'm not the awesome guest. No. Nope. It's uh who is this? Somebody new to the office here. Kyle. Kyle, oh. he's a new financial advisor here with the uh, Insight Folios. He's gonna participate in our podcast this morning. It should be a lot of fun. And uh, we have a really good show in store for you called Silver Linings. We should have a little bit of fun with this. But before we start talking about the actual show, we want to have a little fun and we're gonna ask Kyle a few questions. Or we're asking one question. Yeah, yeah. We want to know since he's is he the youngest here? Yeah, in this room. So he probably hadn't thought this, you know. Well, he's way younger than you. Well, shut up. And then, uh, <laughs> let me go ahead with the question here. Forbes recently released a list of 20 best places to retire abroad. The list includes Aruba, Australia, Costa Rica, Croatia, Italy, Portugal, Spain, and others. So, Kyle, for your first big question, what do you think about retiring abroad? Is that for you personally? I definitely think retiring abroad is for me personally. Now, my wife, on the other hand. Where? Ooh. Got to pick a place. I think I'm going to go with Italy. I've always been infatuated by the Roman culture and being there, seeing the Colosseum. I think that's exactly right. So you've already been there. I have not. I've actually never been to Europe. You've seen pictures. I have seen pictures. I've read a lot about it. And your wife will not be going with you since she might not uh, want to retire abroad. Is that correct? Well, I think she would want to, but we're still in this early stage of having children and mm. seeing how much she loves being around them already. I think being the entire Atlantic Ocean away from them, unless we could bring them with us, gotcha. which well, doesn't really sound great this in is retiring. <laughs> so you're not, you have to think past kids. Right, so. but the kids will still be there with grandkids. Oh, that's true. That's true. Good point. So, good point. Well, I, I definitely yeah. second that. I'm Italy all in. I went there this summer with my wife. No kids were allowed and it was a, a magical time over there in Italy. And uh, I, when we we're coming back, I even told my wife, I not only do I want to go back many times, so I was like, I would love a little shack somewhere that we can have a retirement home or something that we could spend a few months because it was just amazing. I must be with two loners because I don't want to go anywhere. Why would I want to leave my friends? Oh, you guys must not have any friends. So I'm nice. be happy to stay right we here. We want to take our friends with to. us. That's right. I'm great at making new friends. So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, but then I give them a place to come visit while they're in retirement. And if they oh, go to so Spain, thoughtful. they go to Spain, then I can visit them in Spain. They can visit how me many, in Italy. How many children do you have? See, there's the silver that? lining. I only have three. Did you get it? I only have three. You there's the silver three. lining. Getting he, a place for his friends. That's he's so not going nice. to be able to afford it. He's got three kids. He ain't going anywhere. <laughs> not for a while. All right, let's <laughs> jump into the show here. We've got uh, a, a fun show in store for you. We're going to talk about silver linings. The first thing that we want to kind of talk about is really some scenarios that we're going to go over, not just the first, we're going to talk about four different scenarios. And then we really want to talk about the silver lining that could, that could be present inside of that scenario. So the first one is your company is forcing you into early retirement. Where's the silver lining, Charlie? Well, you know, it could be, if you're ready to go, they give you a severance package, but you would have to kind of be one of the lucky ones to get that to, for the timing to work out just right, mm-hmm. um, to, to get a nice, healthy severance package. But I, I know people that do it. Mm-hmm. You know, you get 
a year salary, maybe your bonus, and uh, you just leave smiling. You know, I had a client in here a couple of weeks ago, and uh, we were talking about them retiring in a year, and he was super excited about it, and he knew that the company he was working for was offering retirement packages. And he thought there would be an opportunity for a package to come out for him to take it. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of anticipating it. We're building his plan for him to just retire on his own in a year. Or if the package kind of came up and if he had the opportunity to take it, what would he do? He was really excited. Everything looked wonderful. No matter what happened, he's ready to go. He could retire today. So fast forward a month after we first <laughs> met him and he comes in here kind of unannounced. And uh, we set a meeting. It was like very quick. And he goes, well, lots changed. I said, what's changed? He said, we're anticipating X happening. Did it happen? He goes, well, my boss walked into my office last week and he gave me my walking papers. Wow. And I was like, what? I was like, that's awesome. And, and he goes, well, no, it wasn't what we planned for. And I was like, well, did you get a package? He goes, well, kind of, sort of, it really, it, it's going to work out fine. He's like on retainer for two years. He gets a full year's salary. He only has to work like eight hours a month. And he gets paid the same half, half of his income for right. two years. Wow. And he almost worked like eight hours a month. And he was upset. You know why I was upset? He didn't push the button. Wasn't on his terms. It, it wasn't on his terms. And he was that. super upset. And I, and I can totally with you, Charlie. I'm, I'm totally in line. I get I it. I understand it. But yeah. the reality is the silver lining there was I, I feel like, you know, as a religious guy. And so my, I feel like God was just pushing him into retirement. And he said, the decision's made. I don't, I don't, there is nothing that you're not taking ownership here. And it was almost like God saying, this is my ownership over the rest of your life. It's the next phase. And I think sometimes so God go. has to nudge you to, yeah. to do certain things. He Absolutely. just pushed him. Yeah. He was like, Hey, this isn't, this isn't your life that you get to choose. This is, this is the destiny that I've it's, chosen for you. It was really cool. Yeah. And I think the silver lining there was, is more of that. Like this is God's life that he's pushing me into the second phase. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was just really neat to have him to walk yeah. through it. And, you know, it can really lead into to my second thought in that, uh, you know, if you're forced into an early retirement, you might have the opportunity to find a job that you'll enjoy more. And maybe that's the case with, uh, you know, what God has in store for this client. Absolutely. And we're, we are always in the, in the opportunity here of creating initiatives and different things for our clients here. And he's, he calls himself, he's an intern. He's like, I, can I, I want to intern. I want to be your next intern. I, mm-hmm. I got things to do here. You know, I want, I want to work here. And he's, super he's shooting excited for your job, Kyle. Yep. Yeah. He's I coming mean, after you, man. Yeah, you better watch out. He better bring it. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. You might know. I'm just he, kidding. No. I'm sure he's listening. He's right behind the door, even as he speaks. <laughs> here he comes. All right. The next scenario we're going to talk about is we just found out, or you just found out that your life insurance premiums are going to go up. Now, we're talking about health insurance here. Now, they've gone up. What's the silver lining? That's a tough one. Are you talking about health insurance or life insurance? Yes, either or. You know, the the one thing, and I'm thinking in terms of life insurance, not necessarily that the premium has gone up, but if you look at life insurance premiums, let's just pick term life every couple of years, it seems like different companies are hitting a certain sweet spot, and you can actually reduce your premium um, by shopping around. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, and, And I think about that with Medicare, too. All the Medicare plans, all the F plans are the same, but the different companies have different rates. So it, it pays to check the different rates for the, from the different companies. You know, when, I'm, when we moved down here six years ago, the year before we moved, we got our last, we, we were at the Blue Cross Blue Shield, and we were with our 
it was our last rate rate increase before we made a change. And we didn't know we were going to make a change. And we were paying $1,800 a month. This was seven years ago for a family of five mm-hmm. and for health insurance. And we got our rate increase and it was going up to $2,400 a month. Mm. Okay. That was tough. And yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. oh my word. So it forced me to go look in the industry right. and see if there right. what was out there. Well, what we had found in the industry was that there was these sharing plans mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. there was MetaShare and Samaritan's Ministries being the other one. And we had known a few clients and a few friends of ours that were on these plans. So I went and talked to them. Right. But it's not like real insurance. It's like, I, I have no insurance mm-hmm. and I have a company behind me that will refund what I have to pay out the front door. Right. So that is like not normal. Right. So I, we renewed our insurance, but knowing we could cancel at any time. And I went, I stuck my toe in the water. I was like, well, I'll try that. So it was like $500 a month. Plus I was paying $2,400 a month for the Just new get one. comfortable with it. And yeah. I, we tried it out for a couple months six months and we had our first medical issue and I don't even remember what it was. And, uh, we went in and I said, we don't have insurance, even though I have we blue cross blue shield, but I want to test out this new one. Right. Well, here we are six years later. I, I couldn't get rid of the blue cross blue shield fast enough. Not that it's bad insurance, just it's very expensive. Mm-hmm. Now my family of five, we pay about $500 a month. Right. It's a different right. type of co- coverage, but I can't, I have no network. I can go anywhere I want. I can't get turned away. And I'm paying $500 plus some other ish things, but it's nowhere yeah. near what I was paying before. The silver lining for me and for so many of our clients is there's a whole nother world of healthcare coverage mm-hmm. out there that we don't know about unless we're like pushed into it. And I was pushed into it because it was super expensive. Yeah. Like $1,800, $2,400 a month. That's a, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a crazy amount of money. Yeah. So, so yeah, so we need to take a break here because yep. we've been talking money for like, what, six minutes now? And that's, that's like, me. I'm exhausted. Me. I mean, sitting here next to Kyle, he's, Kyle, he's a chatty Kathy over he's here. He's still over Jeez. here smiling. I don't know. <laughs> so here's what we're going to do. And uh, you can have some fun with this, Kyle. In the middle of our show, we typically play a game. We got that big old wheel over there. You see it? And I want you to give it a spin. And then there's, when it stops, we've got 10 games on it. And wherever it stops, we're going to play that game. So why don't you go ahead and spin that wheel? Well done. Oh, that was amazing. Mm. Buy. I'll buy that. Or sell. Buy or sell. Should we put Kyle on the spot here, Kyle? I think so. We're talking about really good at buying things. Index (laughs) ETFs, exchange traded funds, index. Do you buy? Is you for it or you against it? A what? Again, it. What's again it? That's a good southern against it. Yeah. Help us out here, Charlie. Uh, Speak English. Hey, <laughs> I got an ETF. I want to say you want it. <laughs> uh, given that, I'm going to be out and sell. You're, you're not. You're not for it. You're not. I'm not for it. We've done uh, some pretty nice uh, learning this morning, and my eyes have been open to several different things that make, I believe, a lot more financial sense, especially for someone in my position that has. Uh, some runway uh, to gain. Um, Calling yourself young there, buddy? Uh, yeah. Is that the runway market? Trying yeah. three yeah. years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And married, how young can you really you're be? You're kind of down that, that runway there, buddy. Uh, you're not at the beginning. Come on. I'm definitely not at the beginning, <laughs> but I got a, got a few more years than some folks in here. Well, oh. oh. Ooh, I just got hot. Woo. And I know it wasn't oh, talking about kidding, me because I'm, I'm just in front of him. <laughs> oh. Well, I will have to second that. I am. I am definitely not. 
uh, buying uh, ETFs. But really, and, everybody wants ETFs because they're such low cost, cost and you're diversified in, in all the positions that an ETF holds, and, and it's better tax-wise than a mutual fund, and you can buy it and sell it like a stock. That There's a lot of truth to what you just said. And, and if you don't have a robust plan or there's nothing in your life that that helps you understand what you need to retire, ETF's a great alternative. Yeah. You know, they're super cheap. They're cost-effective. They trade like stocks. Mm-hmm. There's no true management. It's electronic. You know, it's, they're, you're buying an indice or something. So the overhead of what they're trying to mimic is not there. So there's there's value, but there's no income. If you're looking for some that growth aspect, yeah, yeah. There, there can be value over other options, but I still think that you're going to have the pain of investing for price appreciation. For you to be happy with that indexed ETF, it's going to have to appreciate. And, you know, the market doesn't always go straight up. So. No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm yeah. just, I'm not a fan because of what we do here and how much of a focus we put on planning. ETS doesn't really fit the bill when it comes no. to providing the income stream. There are a few dividend ETFs out there, but they're far and few between. They're mm. not consistent and they're not, doesn't fit our model. No. But for the average person out there, they're not a bad alternative if, at all. If you're not going to have a, an advisor helping you, then do it yourself. But that, you that ask me the cost. question, you buying or selling, I'm selling, I'm out. I never bought it in the first place. Whatever. Okay. It's your question. So there you go. It was my question. All right, back to silver linings, because there's absolutely no silver lining there. Don't look at my hair when you're talking about (laughs) silver linings. Oh, that's pretty funny. (laughs) From now on, I'm just looking at the top of your head. Mm. (laughs) All right, next scenario is you got a company, or your company is eliminating its pension and giving you a lump sum. Where's the silver lining there? Ooh, I like this one. This is a good one. Mm. Because this actually is happening a lot. When I first started in this business... All you have was the option for a pension. You never had the option to roll over a lump sum. It was always, here's your pension, take it or leave it, or really just take it, or decide when you're going to take it. You had no option to take away the lump sum. Now, and there's a slow progression where it went from all pension to pension lump sum option, either or. Right. Now we're almost getting into that, you have to take your lump sum. We're not even offering a pension anymore. It's this big transition well, over companies 20 years. are trying to offload that, they that don't, responsibility. That's right. The, yeah. So where's the silver lining, though? Well, maybe with that. What's the difference? Maybe the lump sum. Maybe I can buy an index ETF. Maybe. Maybe you can do that. Or maybe I can just use the money and and try to find a better way to create more income than that pension was going to give me. And you know what's interesting? Early in my career, I'm going to be very transparent and show you the flaws of some of my planning in the past. But when I originally were to look at a pension versus a lump sum option, my whole thought process behind as well as a pension is pretty much guaranteed. Mm-hmm. And this is back before you saw pension plans go bankrupt. Cause right. that, that's more of a recent thing. Yeah, yeah. And I would basically say, if you can't get a guaranteed income stream, take the pension, mm-hmm. but we go apples to apples here. Cause I'm going to look at your pension plan as a guaranteed program of payment. And here's what it's paying. If here, here's your lump sum, if I can't go get some kind of guaranteed stream of income on that, then I'm out. Mm-hmm. And if I couldn't match it, I'd tell them, take the pension. If I could match it, tell them to take the alternative. Right. Well, nowadays it's not so simple because now pension plans are like right here in Charlotte, American Airlines. They went mm-hmm. bankrupt a couple of years ago. They bankrupt their pension plan, said they took it to their employees. Yeah. And now they're getting yeah. 40% of what they put in writing when they Which got hired in yeah. of what they were going to get. Well, now all bets are off. Now you've got counties going bankrupt mm-hmm. saying, hey, we can't afford to pay our pension plan. Well, it's not yeah. so simple anymore. Now you have to open it up to, okay, well, if you take your pension, here's what you're going to get. But 
know that bad things can happen. If you take your lump sum, here's here's the alternatives of income planning. Here's some other alternatives. And this right. is where the ETF planning isn't necessarily your best bet. Right. Not that they're wrong or bad investments, but there's no there's drive no income of income. Necessarily with it. Sure. So if we can do some real income planning, it's almost an eye-opener to see what's out there. And, and you know, like annuitized annuities and pension plans, if the owner or the owner and spouse pass, you've worked all your life for that chunk of money and it's gone. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's the lifetime income is great, but there's, there's some downsides, drawbacks to it as well. Yeah. But the silver lining is the more you can know about the decision you make, the better. So whether you decide to take the pension or you take the lump sum, regardless, Mm -hmm. if you dig in deep on why you'd want to take the pension, the risks that are associated or the pen, the lump sum that you're going to be better for it either way. Yep. I think so. So the other question, let's say, you know, your, your company's not eliminating your pension, but your company's being acquired by another company and you're going to have some new bosses. What's Ooh. the, what's the potential upside with that? All right. So when, when we were first thinking about this, the, immediately the thought came to my head was, well, how close am I am to retirement? Cause I'm one bad interaction from quitting. <laughs> I literally just put down quit here. So my, my not necessarily silver lining, but here's the point where am I, is this work? Is this a job or is this a lifestyle and fun? You know, when, when I sit in front of a client here or when I do a meeting or training with other financial advisors, it's not work for me. This is, this is what God has me doing. This is something that I absolutely love. And I'm, and I'm, I'm all in, like, I never feel like, ah, I got to go to work today. This isn't work. And I guess the silver lining here is if you got a new boss and it wasn't necessarily the best boss or you have a boss that you don't like, that's your opportunity to reassess where you're at. Should I be there? Is this work or is this, is this life? Is this where God has me, you know, or or is this what I should be doing? Yep. I looked at it from, uh, okay, if it's a new company, I may have access to that 401k and maybe I want to roll that into an IRA where I have a lot more options. We talk about flexibility and options a lot. And uh, this scenario might give you the opportunity to start creating income now as opposed to whatever's in the, the company's 401k plan. Oh, like I should have guessed, an engineer. He's all about the numbers. Well, it is. And, you know, who cares about the, the lifestyle? I held back saying how I'm personal sorry, this decision should be. You don't be. have enough in your 401k to move to Italy yeah, at this it's point. It's all about so money. You're still going you're to be working. all about the money. I just, I don't know. I don't get it, man. Okay. What the heck? Let's bring Stephanie in and see how she feels about that. Oh, uh, she thinks I'm too emotional. Mm. I'll just tell you right now. Well, you you teared like, up when you saw Kyle coming in. Oh, here yeah. With us, so. I, uh-huh. I'm the type that I will, I will tear up for a cartoon. All seriousness. I, I don't even understand it. And wh- what was I watching the other day? Oh, I, just lis- uh, listening to a conversation between two other people and the one person you could tell was struggling. And I, all, everybody that was, else was in the conversation pretty strong. And, you know, and I'm, I'm like, I can't even talk because I'm going to cry. And then when I, I mean, it's just bad things are going to take place. So I just have to like, just tear up and just be all, all to myself because I'm just an emotional basket case. And that's, that is actually the silver lining in knowing that about myself. Mm-hmm. is that I can't respond or react based on my own emotions because I get wrapped up in the moment and I have to just let the moment pass because I know myself well enough to realize that I will make a bad emotional decision mm-hmm. because of how I feel. And many people do make emotional decisions that the market itself and, and the way we talk about the market, the financial world, that is, it tries to drive emotional decisions. And mm-hmm. so that's why we think it's so important 
for all of these scenarios and, and whenever you're dealing with the market is to have a plan. And that's why we're so excited about the Simplicity uh, software that we use that will really help people make sound decisions based on logic and not emotion. So if you want to learn a little bit more, go to insightfolios.com. Again, that is insightfolios.com. Or you can give us a call at 704-529-9500. One more time, that's 704-529-9500. And hopefully there was a little bit of silver lining in the show for you and you learned a little bit. There you go. So uh, thanks, Kyle. Thanks for listening. Thanks for having me. Now for our fast-talking fine print. The information presented is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax investment or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a SEC-registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is notice filed or is excluded or exempted from notice filing requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through Durso Capital Management Company. Insight Folios, Inc. and Durso Capital Management Company are affiliated companies and do not offer legal or tax advice. Paul Alderso and Charles B. Bowers Jr. are investment advisor representatives of Insight Folios, Inc. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.